So I seen this question on the, oh gosh on the baller alert. Oh gosh, and it says a ghetto woman's paradise. Go ahead. Baller alert, or is it the shade room? I think the shade room's worse. Shade room is definitely worse. One worse. One day they we're both. Gonna, yeah, but at least like when some real shit pop off, baller alert. Yeah, they will post real shit. Yeah, they shade do. room do not care. Yeah. Um. So if you were invited to your ex's wedding, would you attend? No. <laughs> Fuck no. Why? What? Um. It would all depends on if we still rock. Like if we cool. Hold hold on. Hold. First of all, what's different for me? I'm married. That's why this question is great for you. Because what if you are no. still cool or you're not cool with any of your exes? Okay, so that's where the light come from. Um It's not that I'm 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 straight with them. I don't have no issue, no animosity, no hard feelings. Still run me my money back. But um but no, no, on serious no, I don't have no issues with none of them. <laughs> Sorry, um, y'all. Wow. But am I going like do we rock? None of my exes know my wife. They've met her. They've set, ran up to her. Um, you just going to do it twice? I have to post this real quick. Hold on, friends. So I'm not going to it. You know, it's one of those things like it's interesting when you're in a relationship because when you when you get married, um, you kind of like know about each other exes, but you kind of don't depending on. I was this guy. I'm, a quick thing why I keep trying to figure it out. I was the guy that when I got in a new relationship, um, if I wanted to be friends with certain chicks, I did not tell my girl. Like, yo, we used to do this. We messed around this. Or I used to holler at her. Like, if I still wanted to be friends with that girl later in the future, I was that toxic guy. Which I don't think that's toxic. It was just smart. Like, I have I have a homegirl who don't know that my friend, who she think is her friend, like, she don't know me and her used to have relations. You know what I'm saying? I left that part out. And then I'm laughing out because that same friend be talking to dudes. And she'd be like, oh, that's my friend. We used to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's why they leave your ass. That's just stupid. That's a whole other subject. But, all right, so for you, it's different for you. You single. So if your ex invited you to his wedding, would you go? Um, I think I would. Interesting. See, this is the benefits of being single. Well, If I'm single. If I'm, like, literally single, like, not even in a relationship. Yeah. That's but if, yeah, but you can, you're okay. still single. If you, if you ain't married, you're single. But. If I was not in a committed relationship, I think I would still go. I ain't going. For what? Well, you got a different perspective. What if they put a little extra tongue in there? You know what I'm saying? That's for you. Let you know, like, yeah, I used to tongue you like this, but now I'm tonguing, you know, <laughs> her down like this on my day. How you going to feel? Like, what if she get up there and she make her man grip her ass and I'm sitting there in an in the audience and me and Karina looking at each other and Karina go, damn, you didn't do that. Wow. I, got, I can't go. I don't want to see that. And plus, I don't care. Do you secretly hope that your exes is not doing as good as you? No, I don't secretly wish that. Damn, you whack. Talk about maturity. (laughs) Wow. What kind of mature podcast is this? Why would I want anybody to, why would I wish bad on anybody? You don't got to, but if it happened, it happened and you fine with it. No, I want everybody to, you know, be there at their best, the happiest as they can be. If that was without me, perfect. I hate when niggas try to be try to be smart and shit. And Gavin changed my song. Can you let me DJ this shit out? Come on. Gavin changed my song. I can't hear myself. Hello, hello, hello. I don't need nobody else around. 
This reminds me of Brittany Darnell Wedding. Great wedding. Great wedding. Great DJ. Um, great bridal party, you know what I'm saying? Because we was in it. <laughs> um, it was a great night. I still laugh about the time when Karina goes to the bartender and was like, hey, do you have Crown Apple? And the guy goes, no, we ran out. And she goes, well, that was the bride's drink. So if I was you, I would find another bottle. And I looked at Karina. I said, why are you telling me that? She was like, well, I wanted to make him upset. She was like, but I know his ass can't go and find another damn bottle of Crown Apple. Because you can't go to the liquor store. You got to have it in house. And if you ain't got it in house, then you just fucked. R.I.P. to Tom, though. I can't believe that. I know. I can't believe they really ran out, though. Come on, man. You know how it go. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I want to welcome everybody to the Peyton Exposure Podcast. Ladies, put your hands All right. I need everybody. If you're on your car, you're on your ride back home. Shout out to um everybody. Um, I want to welcome y'all. A lot of y'all are new here because you've seen our rants of the week. D should have taught me to dance. I should have been up there with them. Before the wedding, Darnell <laughs> trying to teach like three of us parts of a dance, and it was so funny to see like him, his brother, and somebody else was trying to explain us all three different techniques of learning some part of the dance. And then they, her, his dad just goes, "You probably should just cut him out." <laughs> and then me and Cameron looking at their dad like, "We probably should just not be in this. Like, this is stupid." But anyway, shout out to all that man. It was a great wedding. Um, today we got an interesting topic. I want to welcome everybody again because. Hold on, man. Let's switch gears right quick. All of the lights. If you have no idea, this is a paid and exposure podcast. I have something else to say. Um, where we tackle Roblox thoughts, issues. This should have been our real song. To give everybody a heads up, All of the Lights is my favorite rap song of all time. This is when Kanye was like, shit. This is the this is his best album. Not my favorite. This is his best album. But this song is my favorite rap album. I mean rap song of all time. Sec first two on the run, part two by Jay and Beyonce. That's my take. Um Hold on. I nigga dead. I slapped my girl. She caught a fit. I did that time and spent that bread. Wow. I'm almost there. I'm on my way. Head up the stairs. To my surprise, a nigga replaced me. I had to take him to that ghetto. Niggas in the car is going crazy. Shout out to Clarissa. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, Clarissa. Shout out to Alani. I just took your pictures uh, out before this. Your mom gave me. I'm doing a photo shoot. Oh, you want to get off? Y'all about to hear King sing. Watch this. Want you to see everything. Want you to see all of the lights. Straining order. Can't see my daughter. Her mother, brother, grandmother. Hate me in that order. Um, I do. A part of the reason why I can't be at some of my exes, like a bunch of them in their weddings, they've People do hate me. That's cool. I'm, I respect that. I mean, your moms don't like me. Cool. 
we don't know where your dad oh, at, so can't be there. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. It's a cool life. Um, shout out. I was gonna say this. Shout out to the uh to Lonnie. Um, I just took her 13 year old birthday pictures, and shout out to her mom who brought 1930 1942, um, to the damn photo shoot, and she was like, "Do you want a shot?" Oh wow! Now while you working? I so saw. I'm like, oh, it's 1942. You know, the bird in me just ah uh-huh, ah uh-huh. Wow. So I definitely said, yeah, let me cop that. Let me get it. Wow. She poured a shot that if if I had five shot glasses, if at least if I had if I had five shot glasses, I could have got four full shots and maybe half of to the fifth shot. That's how much 1942 she put in my cup. So you a little lit right now? No, nah, I only drank half of it. The other half is in the car. I should have brought it up. We got to look at him, but you know, anything. We got stuff to do. Um. Anyway, I want to welcome everybody to episode. What episode is this? Oh, I don't know. It is episode 92 of the Payton Exposure Podcast. Let's do some drops. Welcome to the... Key almost got us uh, kicked off the internet last week. What'd I say? Them chicks was mad, man. One, uh, Alex blocked us. Well, me. Hold on. Hosted by Key. A.K.A. Key No No. And Charlotte Photographer. Gavin B. We unscripted. We keeping it real. Let's get it. Wrap it up. What? Shut up. Wait. So I can't pay you an exposure? No. Bitch. <laughs> that was not rehearsed. That was just so random. It is absolutely no. I want to thank everybody um, for paying attention to the podcast. Shout out to the two black women. Um... I'm going to get your names. Shout out to the two black women that definitely saw my video on Instagram. I mean, excuse me. They had to see it on Instagram. They wrote me on YouTube and they reached out to me. Both are boudoir photographers um, and both said, hey, I make over 200K doing boudoir and it can be done. And I reached out to both of them. I said, yo, let's do an interview. And. um, okay, well, let me tell you. Felicia, shout out to Felicia Reed and Catherine Cooper. Um, hopefully, I get to speak with you ladies. One of you ladies just told me that uh, you did an interview on portraits uh, systems on Clubhouse. Nobody's on Clubhouse anymore, sis, so I didn't hear that. Um, and it's gone. So, um, But I would love to talk to both of y'all uh, because one of you had a good number that you make. Both of, both of y'all numbers was over 200K. So I was like, okay, cool. But one of you had a number. That if the if the mass is seeing this, they're not gonna they they need to hear. And I'm gonna put it like this: one of these ladies said this year they made six hundred thousand dollars doing boudoir. So, or they on pace to make six hundred thousand. Let me tell you something: if I'm making six hundred thousand doing boudoir, my whole friend group is probably gonna become my assistants and take a, a portion of it. So, like, I need some detail: like, how much you charging a shoot? How many shoots you have a day, a week, a month? Like, yeah, it was some questions I would love to ask. But my thing would be like, it's not even about how you charge it. I want to know how you find these people because, yeah, because who paying? Exactly. And how many of those people really like? We gotta, we gotta understand. There's not a great deal of people that's spending three thousand dollars on lingerie pictures. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. if it is, it ain't. It's just not a lot of them out there. I don't believe it is, and I do. If you telling me fifteen hundred, you telling me two grand, you might not see those. You might see those people once a year, you know what I'm saying? Which is fine if that's your thing. Like, hey, look, but you gotta understand. Let me put it like this: back in the day when our families used to spend like five, six hundred dollars on family shoots, where we really got dressed up, we really had to go to the studio, we might have spent six hundred dollars. That person knew they was gonna see us every year, sometimes twice a year. That's not the case anymore. Like a lot of these people, 
at a lower price point. But, and you know, also, I'm like, so I, I would love to talk to these women, but also I understand things are different in bigger cities. You know what I'm saying? It's more people in LA who have, you know, expendable income or expendable, you know, things of that nature. New York, absolutely. Dallas, Florida. So maybe it is something out there. But um, let me put it like this I know a shit ton of photographers, and yeah, I'm going to leave it like that. But, bro, even still, bro, like, North Carolina is on the rise in economy wise. Yeah. Okay. We get about to be just as expensive as these other big old cities. Mm -hmm. So it still don't make sense to me. I don't care how big your city is. Ain't nobody paying $3,000 for no, you might as well get married. What did that have to do if I need to take naked pictures? Wedding packages. (laughs) They probably cost minimum. And that's the other thing. I don't think a lot of people understand. We live in North Charlotte, North Carolina where, and I'm going to give everybody a heads up. Um, especially other photographers who think I'm just pulling numbers out my ass. What the hell they got to do? Has zero to do with it. Okay. But people in our city aren't paying. You know, they're paying twenty five hundred dollars to get married, and it's eight hours. So for them, when you come back to them years later, say, "Hey, I want to charge you three thirty five four thousand dollars to do boudoir," they're not falling for that shit. At it's all. just really not popping here. Um, and even the way that a lot of you guys do your photos, it's hard for some people to believe because it's like, hey, I charge an intro fee, $400. Then I come through and says, hey, um, you know, here go my packages. That's what all y'all doing. And I get that. I personally do that in my photography. Um, I have a base price and then I have an upsell price. And I always tell photographers, we have to upsell, we have to upsell because you make so much money. So I'm not doubting the upsell part. I'm just looking at it and saying like, hey, it's not really that common here. And so for some of y'all to say, hey, no, I averaged 3600 3700 on these things. I'm like, okay, cool. Where are these people at? I want to meet those individuals. Well, Gavin, being nice, I'm saying ain't no way in hell y'all making that from no boudoir shoots. Sorry. Mind y'all, Key don't pay me for photos. Sorry. I, it don't even matter. Like, you ain't going to pay me $3,000? One thing, $3, thing well, Gavin. I'm not even worth it to her. Gavin has his prices listed. I went to two of those girls' pages. They don't got their prices listed. Nah. So who knows? You could be charging somebody 200 and then somebody 5000 and. It just don't. It still don't make no sense to me. Shout I don't out, even um, care. And Alex Boudoir Group. I'm still getting a shit ton of people DMing me screenshots from the group. It's funny. Shout out to Shannon. Let me tell you why. I'm Shannon. Shannon is getting a half-ass hand clap because after all of that capping you did, after all that supporting caping is a better word that I really want to use for Alex. What happened in the in the comments? Somebody was, uh, Alex was complaining about people breaking rules. And she said, yo, if you got this type of issue, don't hit me with that. That's Shannon's job. She literally said, this is her job. And the only thing I laughed, I laughed at it. And let me put it like this. A couple women sent it to me. None of them was black. (laughs) That shows you what I'm trying to say. A couple of women sent it to me. None of them was black. And all of them was like, look how she talking about her. And they were saying it from the standpoint of, here's a black woman that was on your black ass. You know, they ain't said it like that. And they were like, yo, she's over here riding for her. And the first thing she does is, yo, this is her job to deal with complaints. I don't deal with that. She did that just like homegirl from um, ESPN. Look, move your black ass on and answer these complaints. Go ahead, mop them floors. Damn, yeah. And so I I looked at it and I said, that's that's wild to me. Um, Shout out to the, to the young lady who was in the group. 
who was like, yo, I, I'm sorry. Y'all got these wonderful stories of all this money y'all making. I ain't made shit all year. You know what she told her? You must change your mindset. She didn't give her no pointers on how to really do shit. She said, change your mindset. And I believe in speaking to the universe, but sometimes do you, you know, um, there's a story my pastor used to tell. By the way, I used to go to church, by the way. Um, Pandemic. That's what we blame it on. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's this old story, and we can get started with this because niggas don't want to hear this part. But I remember this uh, old story that my pastor used to tell about this guy who was outside and it was raining. And uh, somebody came. They said, uh, do you want an umbrella? He said, no, God going to save me. So it started flooding towards his ankles. Somebody in the car said, hey, do you need a ride somewhere? He said, nope, God going to save me. He said, uh, it got to his waist. Somebody said, they came by in a boat and was like, do you want a ride? He said, no, God is going to save me. It got up to his neck and he couldn't find nobody. He yelled out to God, why didn't you save me? And God was like, I sent three people. You chose not to. Now, I don't know how that relates to what the fuck we was just talking about. You probably had it there, but you had to finish the story. So we don't let you slide. Uh, Y'all remind me of where that was supposed to go. The point is, I guess what I'm trying to say is, what the fuck? What's the point? Because she got these gods and and we're talking about the girl. (sighs) Fuck. I hate when I do this. I got to stop smoking. Somebody said, I'm proud of y'all. Y'all making this money. I haven't made nothing. And homegirl was like. Oh, and she was like, change your mindset. So I say all that. Hand class for key. This is why you need a strong black woman by your side. You know what I'm saying? Shit. One that ain't gonna attack you Absolutely. in regards of the white. And so, I'm be quiet. In in the wow. And so in that, I guess the whole conversation was, I do believe in changing your mindset, but sometimes God sends you lifelines, and you can't say, Nah, I'm changing my mindset and everything. You got to do the work. Faith without works is dead. I think Faith. that's the scripture. Faith without work is dead. I used to go to church. Um, all right, you ready to start this podcast? First of all, before we get started, how you been? Uh, we ain't did none of that. I've been st- good. How you been? Oh, what happened this past weekend? Yo, shout out. Shout out. I had my baby shower this weekend. Woo! Um, you're you're having a baby? Shut oh up. Oh my gosh. Um, I had my baby shower this weekend. It was a great time. Um every not everybody was there. We're gonna get to that because y'all know I'm petty. Um <laughs> It was a great time. I'm so thankful for everybody that came. He is Shout out though. to Jared and um, Ari, man. They literally got off a plane, off a boat. Um, they were in Mexico, and then in 12 hours, they was in Charlotte at my baby shower. And Ari looked so freaking tired. But my niggas in a boat like they were. Well, Jared was out there on a yacht driving. And see, <laughs> Jared was on a yacht driving the yacht. And, you know, Jared was there. Mun and Monica, shout out to them. Shout out to people from Virginia that came. Um, Holla was there. I appreciate her. Um, and she participated in a game. And she participated in Lost. I definitely thought she would win the drinking game. But Who Co- won that one? Corey. No, it was two Jared, rounds. Jared won oh, and Jared. Corey won. Jared did win. Um, and which, t- the two frat boys won. <laughs> and they both alphas. <laughs> yeah, and they both just demolished that game. But it was great to see everybody. It was great to see family. Um, a couple of things. Oh, snaps. Here we Black go. folks have to learn to RSVP. <laughs> Black folks have to also learn to update their RSVP. <laughs> it blew my mind. I ain't gonna lie. A couple of people wrote me the day of. A couple of people wrote me the night before. And I didn't write them back. I still, ha- I, Y'all know how y'all always talk about my text messages still, you know, be it's people who I left on read because niggas really didn't RSVP. And or not that they didn't RSVP and showed up. Niggas really RSVP that they was coming. 
and then chose not to come for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not here to judge people that had some people hit me up a few like a week before. and was like, yo, bro, I have medical conditions. I have issues. I can't come. And I respect that. But to the people that's like RSVP, yes, you come in. And then, you know, we paying for a venue. We paying for food. How many party favors we had? Oh, a lot. You did. Did Karina send me some? Oh, uh, shit. They're at the house. You can stop by the crib. We had cake pops. We sent people home with cake pops, a bunt cake. You had cho- choices of like five different bunt cakes you can God, take home. They had a lot of party um, favors. Like M and M, some hand sanitizers, some other shit. Some and then we kisses. sent, and then we turned around and sent you home with mini bottles of alcohol. I didn't get none. Cause people. Oh yes, I did. It came in. Yeah, it was like we you had all these party favors. Yeah, we pretty much drank them. And the thing was, it was like we had all this stuff, and people still chose not to show up. And the thing is, shout out to everybody that hit me up later and was like, "Yo." Um, I wish I would have known because I would have wanted to be there. Like, I rock with you. And I'm like, and it was certain people who I really wanted to invite. But we had a limit on how many people we can have in a venue. You know what I'm saying? We didn't want the overflow of the venue to push people in the back room away from everybody. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you, I paid for that damn venue. That shit wasn't cheap. Key didn't pay for it before, too. So she knows it's not cheap. Well, not me personally, but I know how much that shit costs. And it's not cheap. It's not. And And y'all had it for a longer time. We had it the whole day. We could have left out at midnight. We left at seven. Right. After we cleaned up. Y'all should have had that shit for like seven hours. Yeah. Probably less than that. Yeah, absolutely. You ain't got to tell me. But it was there. And I was like, yo, niggas still ain't. Black people, please learn the power of RSVPN and updating your RSVP. Because you never know whose spot you are taking. It was pretty full though. Yeah, yeah. Nah, we still, we sat for, so we invited 100. We sat for 80. Um, Pretty much it was probably about. It's only like 10. seven seats not seated. Yeah, seven seats probably not seated. So it, you know, seventy some people showed up, but still in that, you know, my family in Florida wasn't able to make it, which was understandable. It was a definite family. Um, so that happened, and then some of my, some people didn't even. They saw like the punch bowl text text message, and they opted out. They was like, I "Ain't reading this shit." Okay, we talking about shit niggas don't know about, don't care about. All right. Are you ready to start this podcast? We already started. We started um, like 20 something minutes ago. Um, Shout out to everybody that got our OnlyFans that figured out that the creepy niggas, you know what I'm saying, still do exist. Wow. So, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about people who starting their OnlyFans like this late in the game. Like it's too late. Give it up. Nobody checking for you. It's me. Shut I up. I win. You lose. I used to hate when bitches <laughs> used to do that in college. When that Nicki song used to come on in the club, I used to hate that shit. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a, I'm and a I used bad to love bitch. that song. I'm a but when they started doing that shit, I was like, yo. And it's, oh, never mind. Let me shut up. Um, anyway, so. It's what? Nothing. Um, we got an interesting topic <laughs> today to give everybody a heads up. Um, I kind of want to do this topic on. Um, Growing as a photographer and a person. Um, this last month, you know, with a child on the way, um, everybody wanting to talk to me, whether it's my dad who calls me every day. Yo, when we go sit down and talk, when we go sit down and talk. Yes, talk to Reggie. Okay. Good sound guy. Handsome too. Okay. Um, and I've been doing a lot of like self-awareness, self-reflection. Me and you talked about that with yeah. you in your life. Yeah, I and, that all the time. Yeah, and, and it's one of those things like now I'm looking at it and saying, have I given myself time to grow, um, to be better, to get better, to understand, um, to understand that it's okay where I'm at, you know what I'm saying, as long as I'm not here forever. 
unless I want to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I kind of just want to talk 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 on that because we live in this society. Um, how much on there? Who freaking knows? Go ahead and get started. Bro. Um, we we live in this society, man, where growth. We uh we have the whole Instagram situation where everybody points out their highlights everybody points out their wins nobody tells the truth about what's going on a lot of you niggas really ain't in therapy and y'all claim y'all in therapy i'm giving y'all a heads up too i love the idea of therapy i love the idea of black folks especially to go into therapy but if we keeping it a buck kehoe ass still was in the camera key tried to go out her way not to be in the camera she put her whole ass in the camera that's why we need an intern. If you want an intern for us, oh, I forgot something we got to talk about. Um, If you want to be an intern, please hit us up. Please. Brittany about to be here. Oh, good. She can do the camera. Thank you. Um, My thing is, my thing is, we have to stop comparing ourselves to others. Um, I notice as photographers, we don't give ourselves enough room to grow simply because we are out here and we're looking at everybody's work and what people are perceiving. Right, I'm gonna let Gavin talk to y'all. I'm gonna go get our friend. Okay. You ain't want to just give her the code? I guess not. Key, you could have just walked in front. Now it's gonna be a weird gap. No, it's not. You can't see it. Talk about oh well, that's a weird gap. I was moving it for free. Um but yes, there's this interesting concept. Sorry for everybody. We we're just doing some technical difficulties. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. So um I've been paying attention to a lot of things and I've been noticing how a lot of us have these unique ways of comparing ourselves, um, whether it's to photographers, to editors, to people. We're looking at people, how they retouch things. We're looking at the clients they get to work with. We're looking and asking ourselves, why? Why isn't that person me? Why aren't I? Why can't I edit that way? Why my skin retouching don't look that way? Um, how come I'm not at that price point? You know what I'm saying? I do laugh sometimes when I hear photographers hit my line and they go, Yo, you need to up your pricing. And then I see them doing a shit ton of free work. You know, it's mind blowing to me. Um, what's for you is for you. What's for me is for me. But sometimes we have to really, really get out of that comparing yourself to somebody else and saying, well, damn, could that be me? Why isn't that me? Um, you know, the other thing about. Hold on. We have somebody jumping back in. Oh, now you back. Did you bring company? Yes. She walking all slow and shit like we can't hear her her steps in the thingy. Hey, Brittany. Hand class for our friend Brittany. She's here. Did you say woo? I did. Okay. Um, Look how she walking. I'm tired. I'm still. Told you them steps. Them steps is on. I can't stand Brittany. Um, so another thing, like I've been noticing, like giving myself room to grow as a person and as a photographer. Oh, she brought champs. Oh, she brought she brought the stuff. She don't want to be on camera, y'all. Just FYI. clearly, she never wants to be on camera. And she brought three cups. <laughs> she brought this one to her. <laughs> I'm playing. Um, another thing about growth is I've been understanding about my goals and my purpose, um, especially with photography, but then also myself, like where I want to be, what I want to be. Ain't that a song? I know I no. It sounded like the night yeah, yeah. song now. That's what I was going for. That's what I was going for. Yeah. You was right. You was right. But understanding my goals and my purpose. Like that's another thing that's been helping me really, really truly understand. Like um giving myself some more room to grow. Which you you got something to say? Yeah, because I haven't really been on it with my purpose, with my brand. 
of figuring it out. Yeah. What you waiting on? I don't know. <laughs> Y'all supposed to have a meeting with Gavin. Yeah, two weeks ago. Last week. And, you know, <sighs> we still have not had a meeting. <laughs> well, I, I, it's hard for me to come up with, um, like, I know what I want. I, I know what I wanted to stand for and the purpose behind it. I just don't know how to execute that in, like, a physical form. Mm-hmm. Like, should it be in merchandise should it be an event should it be in like just regular posts like i don't know i'm trying to navigate it and Mm -hmm. sometimes tapping into that creative side is hard yeah sometimes um you know my thing progress over perfection though true always because if you never get started you never will you're waiting for the moment to be perfect or everything to be perfect and sometimes you know i see a lot of um especially when i was doing a lot of like uh social media marketing for people they never really understood that yo you these bright ideas that we both have is dope and then we're started and the shit is just trash yeah. it just doesn't work or it doesn't connect or it's out of style um i laugh now when i see a lot of people complain about instagram being so much about video when i literally was telling people in 2018 i'm like instagram is about video you better hop on now um i'm telling every photographer i'm like yo y'all better be on reels but I don't know what's coming at you know True. facebook's about to start doing podcasts so if you got a podcast you might want to start doing that really yeah, they about to have a whole podcast section. Facebook trying to take over, bro. I just don't know how else to say it. And we notice what y'all doing, man. Y'all selling information. Y'all keeping information. Mark got to keep twenty four hour security. Y'all y'all trying to get y'all own money. You trying to control everything, which is dope for a bunch of people that just started some shit in a college dorm room. <laughs> Think about what we was doing in our college dorm room. Nothing. Yeah, I was only there for three months. Then I went back to my parents' house. How whack? Guy went to Pembroke. I did go to Pembroke for all of a semester. Super cool school, man. Super cool school. You just it just wasn't for you, huh? Nah, that shit was too small, man. They had a fucking Walmart and a food line in the school. I had to I knew it was bad when I was forced to start going eating KFC. This before the grilled chicken. And you know, I don't eat no fried food like that. So I was pissed. <laughs> I was over there, then I had to go to Burger King where Brittany used to work at. And then um, which was cool. And then I I don't do McDonald's lunch or anything i had mcdonald's random random i had mcdonald's chicken sandwich not bad like the mcchicken or no, like no, no. It's a they real have, chicken they have sandwich. like a real chicken sandwich now to oh. compete with everybody else mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna put it like this i am gonna force myself to go to burger king and try their chicken sandwich um she don't even eat chicken <laughs> so i went to so popeyes to me still has the best um better I, than chick-fil-a yeah, but I, I rock with Chick-fil-A because I like soft-breaded stuff. I love Chick-fil-A. They bread so yeah. buttery and nice. Yeah, uh, Bojangles has the worst. I had that right before I came here, and it was disgusting. It we was just talking about them. It was just so hard-breaded, and something ain't right. It's red. Like, the inside before the breaded part, it's like they dip their ship in Sazon or some shit. A Sazon. However you say it. I don't know how you say it. Y'all know what that is? The I, red sprinkle shit <laughs> that Hispanic people use. Put a white boy on that zone. I'm about to punch you. Whatever that line is. I'm about to punch you in the throat. Yeah, that's what the shit was. But um, anyway, Bojangles wasn't busting. McDonald's not that bad. Um, Chick Fil A. I mean, Wendy's is all right. McDonald's is definitely better than Wendy's if people ain't had it. What you doing? A chicken sandwich? Like I'm want to be the chicken taster. <sighs> you don't even eat fried chicken. I know. That's how you know my tongue. My taste buds is is pure. Um. Anyway, 
the last thing I want to tell everybody, man, um, well, two more things. And finding yourself and um, really giving yourself room to grow as a person. You got to be honest with yourself. Um, that's when I started really recognizing like, oh, shit, st- shit is not going right. Because I wasn't honest. I was thinking, I'm like, oh, I'm achieving. I'm doing good. And then I'm looking. I'm like, well, I wasted 90% of the time. Look what I got done in that 10%. Like, what if I would have swapped it? You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes we look at the people who we deem like super, super successful. They really didn't take no time off. I ain't saying that's always healthy, but they really they took periods in that time in their life where they say, yo, I got to sacrifice. Um, I told a photographer, I was like, yo, I'm trying to take off September for the baby. He's like, for real? I was like, yeah. He's like, mm. I was like, what? He's like, man, after my um, he said, <laughs> he said, after my baby was born, I went and did a shoot that day. And I was like, damn. He was like, but I was young. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have those same opportunities. We had to work. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you might not make it a month. Then don't feel bad if you don't. You know what I'm saying? I tell everybody. He going to be like two weeks. Yeah, I'm definitely doing two weeks. But don't tell Karina that. And then um, I always laugh because at Micah's uh, son's first birthday party, uh, he was in Vegas at the Playboy Mansion betting on football. Wow. Yeah. He won. Uh, I think it, I think it's known now. I think it's on Facebook. He won 50 grand that day. So he was good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He said some old white lady beat him out by like two tenths of a point. But she's like a statistics major. I mean, she she does statistics for life. And she just knew all the odds of what to do, how to win and shit. So Really? You know, yeah, but it was cool. So I don't know, man. Um, And step out. Explore, man. Explore. You know, a lot of us photographers, we sh- shoot the same shit. Shoot the same shit. Go down different avenues. Yeah, do something different. Go do boudoir. 200K. 200K. 200K a motherfucking year. I'm about to go get me a camera from the pawn shop. Okay, I bet that shit don't work. Hey, according to them, you just get started. Look, man, you can charge <laughs> people $200 to start um, an intro. Then you can turn around and say, look, charging y'all $5,000. And then one of the, excuse me, one of the shorties who was talking shit to me, she um, she was doing mentoring for like 10 Gs. I'm like, that's where your fucking money coming from. Yeah. Stop I, think they, I think they, they putting it all together, but it's really Absolutely. from like, these stuff that they sell, like guides and mentor. First of all, why are you charging 10000 to mentor somebody? Uh, because somebody willing to pay it. Idiots. Sorry. Nah. Think about how much you gave UNCG. It was more than 10000 You still didn't use that. That is true. Degree. You got a, he got a point for you guys. <laughs> Brittany can't hear that because she doesn't have the headset. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was laughing in one of the groups. A shorty put in how much money she was making. And it was clearly from the calculator app. Like it was the same exact shit. Like, no change fine. She was like, look at my total. And it literally was just the black stuff with the white, you know, the right. It was the exact same shit. Anyway, um, this is the part of the podcast where you get to ask the questions. Key gets to answer them. Hold on. He you get to ask the questions. Up. Key gets to ask the questions. I get to answer them. He fucks it up every single time. Every time. Take it away, Key. And before you do the last question, I have another question that somebody did submit, but we got to answer. Oh, you could have took mine off. I just saw it. <laughs> All right. Olivia says, how do you guys typically go about accepting payments? We at, we answer this question every other podcast. Cash at me. Um, if you want to hide it from the government, do cash out. But I'm not I'm not here to give out financial advice. Let me put it like this. That is true. Um, Don't fuck nobody up. <laughs> you know, I felt bad for black folks because during the pandemic, we did a lot of like, oh, we're not getting so much of this funding. 
And then a lot of us didn't realize we was legitimately running our business. So we didn't get access to some of that funding. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us was running money through Cash App. A lot of us was running money through cash and not recording it to the government. So when they were handing out loans and they were saying like, all right, we need your official statements. We didn't have it. And that shit sucked because it's a lot of people. You know, I was listening to The Breakfast Club and Charlemagne and Young Blue was on. And both of them talked about how they got PPP loans. And they talked about how both of them. You think about it. You got millionaires saying, I'm getting PPP loans because it was free freaking money. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? But a lot of. Why the heck they get? Well, you know what I'm saying? If your accountant is right, you can find a way to get it. And, you know, but a lot of us was out here saying, hey, I can't get it. And the government's like, well, we can't give you a loan if you make zero dollars last year. You told us you made nothing. Now, you know, so it's tough. Um, anyway, back to the question from Olivia. Shout out to you. Um, Sep, I will go on PayPal. That's how I do it. I take a deposit. Um, the deposit is whatever the shoot costs me. I get my back in the day of the shoot or the right after the shoot. And that is really uh, my part. The reason why, if you cancel on me, you flake or something like that, I don't lose any money. Um However, like I said, most people required it a day before, things of that nature I'm not mad at. And some people do have systems where they can just run your credit card on file if you do not show and things of that nature. But definitely always, always get you a uh, deposit and look at QuickBooks, look at PayPal. PayPal is free. QuickBooks is not. But with PayPal, you know, they're going to take a little fee like everybody else. So keep that in mind. Or if you want to run it through Cash App. It is what it is. I seen one. uh, I seen a barber, man. She's um. I took her mom's pictures. Her mom was 50. Her mom was fine, too. But um, I took her mom's pictures, and she was talking about how um, she's only taking cash up. She's not doing debit cards, credit cards no more. I was like, damn. Or Venmo. Our Venmo's a little bit better than cash up. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. But, basically. But, yeah, but I was like, damn, I wonder why she's doing that. And I'm like, she probably got so many chargebacks. I mean, it goes still goes, like, well, I guess because cash app, it comes directly out. Yeah. It's probably a little bit more hassle. It is what it is. Next. All right, we got Keisha. Look at Brittany over here. (laughs) How much do you charge for extra images? Um, $20 per image, and then I have packages for that. And Does it come edited? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it does. I hate Kiana, y'all. Yes, if you buy extra photo for me, I will edit it for you. Um, I do have packages (laughs) if you want to buy up to all of them. Um, I hate you, but yes, it's twenty dollars an image, and yeah, I really, I really uh push it for studio work because studio work, I'm not down to keep editing extra shit. It's so annoying, but whatever. Next, you got a question? You got a- oh, um, shout out to it was a young man. I can't think of your name right now, but you asked me how do you go about starting your own online magazine? Um, I would say it like this, bro. Oh, I've seen that. Um, oh yeah, did he DM us? Mm-hmm. Who is on my shirt? I thought they was asking that they. I thought they were saying they were create. I didn't read it all the way; it just popped up. Raheem or Ra a man Stalin's. Damn, that might be your government, bro. My bad. Change the world, bro. Um, he was asking about that. Here's my thing, bro. Um, I would say it like this: I would look into Mad Cloud. I would look into Blurb. So Mad Cloud is cool because you can upload everything, and then people can buy your magazine, and you don't have to put up the capital or put out put up the information of investing and buying stuff um and having it you know on deck because what if you don't sell the magazines you're gonna be pissed um blurb you can actually if you look it up you can actually create your own magazine you can order however many you want 
and you can pass them out and sell them that way. Now, here's the thing, bro. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. If I was you, I would look up a good size magazine that you like. See how many pages in it. And before you create a magazine, figure out if you can fill up and look at look at that magazine. Look what you really love about that magazine. It can't be just pictures on everyone. You might have to tell some stories. You might need to hire some people that write poetry, that write stories, whatever the case may be to fill out a magazine um, and figure out if you can get advertisement, things of that nature so you can have it on deck. Um, creating a magazine, I imagine it's hard. I've never done it because I've, you know, the magazines I like, they like little mini workbooks. I thought she was about to go somewhere else. <laughs> wow. Key is a filthy animal. No she way. that's dirty. This oh, call you a dirty dog because that'll be a dirty whore. Wow. Um. So yeah. So check that out, bro. And um. <laughs> and also try to find photographers that can help fill out the magazine for you. I've always had photographers hit my line and be like, "Oh, I want to have you in my magazine." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." And I submit work, and then they don't use it, and they be like, "Oh, we, you know, we ran out." And then I look later and realize why I wasn't included. Are they trying to start a photography magazine? And that's because everybody else in it was trash. My shit was better, huh? What is this person trying to start a photography magazine? Not sure. He just asked me, and I told him I answered on air. You thought about starting one? That'd no, be dope. I would never. Highlight different photographers, black and brown businesses, interviews. And do stuff? I got time enough for the other shit I do? You want to do it? Child. All right. <laughs> um, that might be something we can talk in later. And we'll get more into highlighting black and brown photographers shortly. All right. Last question. This question is from Kiana. <laughs> Kianu. We had to call you on that. These folks called me on FaceTime. I don't know if y'all seen that commercial. Where they, um, People try to be like They try parents. to be like their parents. I love that commercial. <laughs> and it was, like it was quinoa. Had nothing to do with any of what the fuck they were signing. Anyway, so if asked, here we go. They go to dumb shit. He go to fuck shit already. All right, if y'all wanted this podcast to turn up, this is when it does it right here. You keep you keep bringing this up in our group chat. If asked, would you be? (laughs) Would you be open to explore the avenue of porn photography? No. Why not? I don't like bodily fluids that ain't mine. Or my girls. And I'm about to have a baby. So I guess I got to get used to him pissing and shitting everywhere. But you, it's it's probably a lot of money in that. I don't think so. What, like how high res of a photo do you need? And I like, mean, if they charge in 5000 for a boudoir, I'm pretty sure you're getting paid a lot for porn. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm just saying. Because no, because what if it's the type of porn I'm not into? It's, it's not even about what you into. It's about what you can produce with your camera i know but if i'm not into it am i gonna produce the best work you don't need to be into it you just need to make sure you get in the right angles no don't look at the camera dead in the face when you say this shit no i'm not shooting porn um i wouldn't be mad if uh uh what was that shit called was it called hot girls smoking girls stone girls um that was Oh, it don't matter. I don't work for none of these people no more. Um, Stone Girls was, uh, I was in a porn studio where they produced a magazine at. That's in Charlotte. Long story. Uh, Stone Girls is based out of L.A., but they, they're they they're based out of Charlotte, but they do a lot of work in L.A., things of that nature, because weed is legal there. It's not here. Anyway, so Stone Girls, I was in their porn studio, and I was thinking about I'm like, yo, I could shoot the girls that's in the magazine, because none of it's porn. You might see a nipple here, titties out, whatever, whatever. Um, and the photos were so horrible and i'm like i can produce better pictures back then i could produce better pictures now i definitely can i'm like yo they should hire me so you would shoot like naked stuff for like 
Yeah, I would shoot nude. But not. Women only. <laughs> you don't want to see the. Okay, I don't want to see nobody peeing, bro. Okay, so how. Nobody. Sorry. There's a whole slew of people that don't mind. I am one of those people. So how do you professionally decline an uncomfortable. I'm booked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm booked. I don't want to shoot granny porn. So it ain't really, it's just the shit I'm just not comfortable with. I ain't with. even talking about porn in general. I'm saying, how to, what, okay. what advice would you give a photographer who yes. would need to decline a shoot um, that they are not comfortable shooting? I will, so the easiest way to do it is say, hey, that's not really my style. I can find a better photographer for you. You always got to push it off so you can make it seem like you're helping somebody. Mm-hmm. However, I do not personally believe in shooting shit that you don't want to do, that you're not comfortable with doing, but you always need to push it off, find somebody better. Now, if you are not quick on your feet, just say I'm booked. When they say, oh, can you check the date? You do check the date. Then you realize, like, hey, actually, look, this isn't my specialty. Then you come back to that. You always got to push it off on somebody. But me, it's certain things I, I told you. I'm not doing couples boudoir. Um, What else? Not Sorry, Brittany. Don't want to see Darnell's ass. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's What else? I don't shoot kids between three and five. Um, I'm not shooting granny porn. Things of that nature. So that's so just like put it all on somebody else. Yeah, like you don't, I, you don't be like hell, no, I ain't doing this shit. No, no, no. And I mean, I don't want to sound crazy, but like my um, somebody wanted a boudoir shoot. A a dude wanted a boudoir shoot, and my wife thought I would do it, and I was like, nah. And then she, she was like, why aren't you gonna do it? And I was like, well, I don't even like doing boudoir. Plus, I don't want to see bruh ordered up ass all this other shit. And so we had where's ping that. <laughs> yeah and i'm like and i told her i was like but i know some people because i know some photographers who have no problem with that yeah i know some photographer and i know some shout out to shout out to the lgbtq plus community i know some photographers that would love to be like bro just hand me your camera i'll go do that for you <laughs> look they can borrow my camera disclaimer you know gavin isn't against them he just he's just they uncom- know how i give it up it's just uncomfortable for him look so does that answer your question yeah. I wouldn't take pictures of you. I'm not taking pictures no more. I would you. not ask you to take pictures. No, I'm not pictures. taking no pictures of you ever. Because I offered to take pictures of Lies, you with everybody lying. in your brand shirts and lying. you set I up a date. I didn't get them. And you didn't cancel in time. So that's a no call, no show. So I won't be taking pictures of you no more. <laughs> I'm about to. Oh. Um, Gavin's going to come back on the next um, episode with a black eye. Wow. Do Brittany know how to reset the cameras? Did we show her? Mm-mm. Is it almost time? No. Okay. We got a few minutes. All right. We got a Brittany looking around. Like, and don't you got a setup? Yeah. We, did you not read the list? Oh, so to give everybody a li- <laughs> give everybody a heads up, we have a list on here what we go through clearly. And disregard. We not. We don't do no <laughs> editing in here. Um, we have a huge announcement. You ready? That's yeah. Like a booger. It, no, I need to blow my nose. Brittany in here with the red lip. How her feet look? You know she don't like nobody looking at her toes. Her feet is always fine. She just... Excellent. I don't know. I saw them shits. They was fucked up that one day. Why would you she say that? Got, she ain't got a mic, so she can't say shit. She can still. <laughs> um, she can't say something. Huge announcement. Announcement. Should, we, What's one major turnoff for a guy physically? That for you like, a guy? For, for a guy. Like you you talking to a dude, he got this, and you like, nah. Um, I'm not a fan of the hairy chest. You don't like hair? Brittany said breath. Yeah, that's it. But like, I, just, I thought you meant like more. Well, hell, that's sexual too. Um, but if I like. What is this? I, Nobody has this. So what is it? We got to stop that. 
We gotta stop. I don't like it. Maybe it's like a little bit, but like a, it's just too much. Like, feel like I'm. I can't do ugly feet. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah, I can't do ugly feet. Brittany, you can talk. They can't hear you. Yeah, they can't. You gonna wait till you talk about my feet to call out my to call out feet? Nah, I just that. don't. <laughs> I just don't like. I used to talk to a chick and she thought her feet was the cutest, and I'm like. Yeah, we know from your last episode. I don't even know what your feet look like. Yeah, bro. I can't do that. Ugh. But I do like So my you only date feet. people in the summertime? What? <laughs> Girls get their feet done in the winter? Yeah, but you don't see them when you out in public. That is true. <laughs> mm, good answer. Um, We have a huge announcement. Hold on. Woo! Um, the No More Pie Charlotte Photographer of the Year Award. Is coming. Good job, Keith. Um, y'all asked for it. Your motherfucking got it. So, all right, let me look at my camera so we can do this properly. So, starting September 1st, let me pull this shit up so I don't give nobody no misinformation. Mm-hmm. Starting September 1st, you will be able to submit at least, I think I'm going to open it up to at least, we need at a minimum 10 photos. Um, we're going to put a cap on there because I'm not looking at all. I can't look at all these shits. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No offense to anybody that plans on it. But anyway, starting September 1st. Um, how do you spell photographer of the year award? Ah, it pop up. Ah, ah, uh-uh. I can't find it. Fuck me in the. Don't you eye, say man. it. <laughs> um, anyway, starting September 1st. If you are a Charlotte photographer, I can't stress this enough. You have to be from Charlotte, not have to be, excuse me. You have to be um, based out of Charlotte with your photography, okay? Um, It does not matter your race, okay? I'm going to throw that out there. Um, But you have to be based out of Charlotte. September 1st, you have the opportunity to submit your information along with your art. Um, What we will be doing is... You have to do probably, I have to finalize it with key off mic, but it's going to be somewhere between 10 to 15 photos. They have to represent at least three different bodies of work. So what does that mean? Because I know somebody just said, hold on, hold on. Okay. I real doing numbers. Sorry. Thank you. Thank God. It can be, it has to be a total of 10 to 15 photos, right? Minimum mm-hmm. is 10. The max is 15. Me and Key just talked about it off air. Mm-hmm. Actually on air. It has to be at least from three different bodies of work. Mm-hmm. 15 photos total. 10 to 15 total. Don't do me. Don't give me 10 from one set, 10 from another set, 10 from a third set. Because depending on how many people join this thing, your shit will be disqualified. Now, not enough niggas uh, submit, then we're going to keep your shit in there. And it'd be nice <laughs> if you mix up your uh, the type Yes, 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 yes. So don't give all boudoir. Yeah, unless look, but I will put it like this: if that's your thing and you feel like this shows that you are the best, because then you do it. But and we're gonna we'll address that later. But anyway, um, you have to be you have to be um, based in Charlotte, three different projects, up to fifteen photos with a minimum of ten. Um, it opens September first. It's going to be on the paid and exposure podcast website you will have until november 1st to submit afterwards um the top five people will be selected um afterwards a panel will vote on who's the best photographer yep that panel would not include me and key just to give y'all niggas a heads up you don't want me to vote i be like oh you that's don't want nice me to vote well, that's nice too um, i would be like i don't, I don't know because if you somebody who been talking shit about me you definitely getting disqualified so 
I mean, you don't want me voting. And probably if you submit and you've been talking shit anyway. Wow. <laughs> Unless your shit is fly, then I got to keep you in. But anyway, um, some of the information we're going to need from you is certain steps. You got to learn about the details. It's simple. We just said them. The second step would be submitting your information, which would be your name, your company, your email, your website. Um, if you don't have a website, please put in your Instagram, um, your business location, city and state. I swear I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it again. That shit do not say Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm going to flip. <laughs> I'm going to flip. I'm going to make a list of everybody. Um, actually, And then afterwards, um, what is your photography specialty? It's good to know people's specialty because I'm not mad if we have only boudoir photographers. I don't ma- I'm not mad at mine. Excuse me. If you only do maternity. I'm not mad if you do um, some other stuff. Oh, shoot. What? Your camera good? Probably not, but. You know. I'm I'm looking at the lineup here. We good. Okay, cool. So, and then you're going to be able to submit your art. You can submit your art. The easiest way, I would say, if you want to send me a Dropbox link, that's cool. The information is there. However, um, the easiest way is on WeTransfer. We would download it on WeTransfer. The only thing we're asking is for your name um, and website so we can cross-reference. So, um, what, these, what y'all going to win, we do not know yet. But we do know you're going to win some merch. You are going to win an award. And um, some studio time is up for grabs. I am working with some brands to get you some merch. Some, I mean, not merch, but some other stuff. So please, and also, if you're listening, if you want to donate to the winner, please let a nigga know. <laughs> but we are doing this, um, and I'm going to give a, everybody a quick rundown why we're doing this. I can't keep talking shit about how these other programs keep giving out shitty photography awards to the wrong people and not feel like there's a great way to do this. Um, so what makes my award, this award, the podcast award different? No other photography award that goes out in Charlotte, North Carolina comes on behalf of photographers. All right. It's a bunch of people that don't understand what that goes into it, which is not always the issue. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, it's a huge issue when we keep complaining that the wrong people are winning. You know, it's the same thing when we look at the Grammys. We see who wins rap album of the year and we think about like, damn, what old white men is in the room voting for <laughs> This album, which is nothing but the popular album at the time. Right. And we had these complaints. So now we have an opportunity where, look, um, you submit if you want to be considered. If you think about how the Grammys run things, the artists that are nominated are artists that submitted their work to say, hey, I want to be included into the finalists of people that make it there. So we're giving everybody the opportunity that, hey, if you want to. And also, if you're hearing about this now, you're very early to the game. It's August 5th. You have until November to submit your information. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't wait that long because if you wait to November 1st to submit, we might not get to it if it's 10,000 other people that just submitted their shit. You snooze, you lose. You better say 10,000. Yeah, we're going to want everybody because we're going to do this. And then we're going to interview that person. We're going to talk about that person. We're going to highlight that person. It's going to be dope for the coach. It's going to be dope for Charlotte. Vote for everybody black. Absolutely. Um, Even though you don't have to be black to put yourself in there or to win. Now, the other thing that is super important when we do this, um, I'm going to talk my shit now and say I'm going to put up our photographer up against anybody that wins any award show for photography, photographer of the year. We're going to elevate that award. All right. So keep that in mind. I will be sending out the link, but please, please start gathering your shit now. Elevate like Drake. What? Elevate. Um, Last thing for photography topics. Man got arrested after flying his drone into the World Trade Center to make his YouTube pop off. So stupid. So stupid. <laughs> so did it pop off? No, he got arrested, dumbass. 
Look, bro. Sometimes some people, you people with drones, um, I respect y'all. Super dope for y'all, but y'all got to learn where and where, uh, when and where you can't fly your drone. Um, these drone sites are now getting smarter. Where they are disabled, your drone midair, your shit gonna fall and crash if you don't stop flying that shit. And things expensive, ain't they? they? Are, I don't have one, and I got a bunch of. So expensive wait, was shit. he in Texas when this happened? Because no. he's from Texas. No, nah, he was in New York. Oh. He was at the complex in New York City. I was like, that's a f- high flying, long ass drone. Well, well, some well, some places it doesn't matter how high or how low you are, you can't fly it over certain places. Oh, okay. And and some drones can go high enough. You hit helicopters. You you know what I'm saying? I was watching low plane videos a couple of days ago. And what happens is these people lose their equipment and they want to sue somebody and be like, uh, I hit my shit. I hit it. Wow. Anyway, that's how they say. Um, it. take you back to heart. Another one. Another one. DJ Khaled. Scratched a million off my checklist three years ago. I do want a million on my checklist. When I'm in a different mode. It's my life, do what I want. I be with different hoes. You know the pick and roll. I picked her up and sent her home. I got rich, I strong. We get them in and get them gone. You know, Travis just got out. I ain't have to put them on. Just to give everybody heads up, let's do this. Just to give everybody heads up, Key had to take an important call. So I am here on the podcast by myself with Brittany, who is only on Brittany's right there. Yeah, you could just sit right there. Okay, Brittany hopped on. You can sit right there. You okay? You don't have to say anything. Um, If you're on Instagram Live, I want to thank you for being on there right quick. Um, we have an interesting second half of the show. We already did the first half, which is all photography. But while we're waiting on Key, I do want to state this. Um, starting September 1st, you can submit information. We're doing a No More Pie, um, oh, Charlotte of the Charlotte Photographer of the Year Award. Excuse me, that was a mouthful. The point is this you have to be from Charlotte. Second of all, you have to submit up to 15 photos from at least three different projects. We have, we're giving away studio time, we're giving away merch, we're giving away whatever y'all niggas want to donate. What a donation button at? Oh shit, that's not it. Donation. Yes, Dr. Umar. Donation. Yes. Yes. Donation. So we need donations. Um also we're gonna be giving away a lot of shit with the awards and everything. We're gonna be interviewing a person. Um and at the end of all this, I'm willing to put up my photographer against any other Charlotte brand that doesn't a photographer of the year award out there i'm willing to up the states um this is going to be dope because photographers now you'll be able to submit your information and you will be included so before we get started now Brittany's gonna find this funny because we have an interesting topic that we have to talk about um if you're from charlotte north carolina then you know there's a soul food place that is a staple within the community at least it was for a little bit of time And over the last couple of days, this establishment has seen better days. Um, This young lady beside me who refuses to get on the mic, um, she sent me a video. Uh, She sent our group chat a video. And I was like, all right, man, let me check this shit out. And let me let y'all know how this shit went because it's important to talk about. Hold on. Hopefully the internet doesn't. This. Oh, shit. Fuck. Did it not play? Fuck. I hate when shit does not play right. Ah, uh, y'all not gonna play. All right. Oh shit! I got turned down. 
$40 a day, nigga. The fuck I look like a dummy. Nigga, fuck you with that nasty-ass piece-ass shit, the food that y'all got. Non-typing-ass motherfuckers don't wash their motherfucking hand. Fake-ass food, fake-ass cakes that you lying to the fucking customer, nigga. That shit come from the fucking food line, nigga. Because I know, nigga. I've been there for eight years, nigga. I know everything about Sunset, nigga. I know how you be goddamn dropping the food on the floor, motherfucker putting it back in nigga's place, nigga. All right, why are you working somewhere for eight years? Why are you working somewhere for eight years, and you drop? You allowing food to be dropped, and you ain't picking it up. I mean, you are picking it up. Excuse me. Why aren't you throwing that shit away? So for those who not know, there's a space called Sunset Soul Food. We used to go there all the time. They love Sunset Soul. We loved it, but the customer service was the it was uh, disrespectful at best. You turned me off? Oh, yeah, because I didn't want you to be disturbed. It was disrespectful Dang, at best. he turned me off. Beat me up, Scotty. Beat me up, Scotty. Um, To give everybody an idea, one time I went into Sunset Soul Food after I put in my order for 30 minutes. I walked in. Um, excuse me. I go in there, and I tell Shorty, hey, I need my food. Mind y'all, this is COVID. She said, all right, just wait a minute. We bagging it up. I watch her go outside, talk to some dude. She comes back in, put hand sanitizers on her gloves. I think I was there with you. No, no, no. This was by myself because I was bitching to the whole group and y'all did nothing but laugh. So disrespectful. Oh, this was another time in. And so, oh, yeah, yeah. This is not the time in you went. And so um, I waited. I told her my order. I told Hustle Man, that's the guy who's talking right here, my order. I told somebody else. Finally, the, one of the owners came out. He said, yo, what you have? And I chuckled and he go, what's funny? And I said, excuse me? He's like, what's funny? I ain't laughing. I'm trying to get your order. I said, well, bro, I've been here for over an hour at this point. Y'all know, and y'all gotta understand, these niggas ain't giving nobody their money back. <laughs> and I sat there and I realized that day, I said, I ain't never coming back here. Um, and I can't deal with them. Hold on, let's listen to some more, because this gets good. No, nigga, you like that, nigga. Y'all like that at Sunset Soul Food, nigga. I would never ever in my life send my motherfucking family or nobody there no more, motherfucker. So you was cool with them dropping food on the floor and you was sending your family up there, but not no more. That is true. <sighs> When I heard that, I was like, but you did it before. You um, didn't warn nobody. So what's more disturbing? His family was going up there when he knew that he was dropping food on the floor or that he was making $40 a day? $40 a day. Oh, now she want to talk. I think what's more disturbing <laughs> is, <laughs> I think it's all disturbing. I think it's all, I think I'm equally disturbed at each point he made because you knew they was dropping shit on the floor and yet you giving people these food. Gav said, I don't think. Yeah, I hope they ain't drop my greens, man. My baked chicken, I would have been able to taste a little dirt. Never tasted. Yeah, that dirt probably looked like the seasoning that was on top. Definitely, of the man. They, they baked chicken was on bomb. So just give everybody a heads up. I used to get they double greens and they baked chicken dark. Um, sometimes I got mashed potatoes or yams. Them are the only three sides I really fuck with when I go to soul food spots. We never hear dancing like Cam. Do we? <laughs> Fuck your raggled ass piece of ass shit, See, nigga. Like motherfucker, stop lying really to the talk. motherfucking customers, you don't sound like nigga. Bird, man. Them fake ass cakes, nigga. Only thing this homemade motherfucking bit. cake is a motherfucking strawberry cake, strawberry nigga. Cake, That's Sonya, nigga. She from church, nigga. Where my church That's at, nigga. Name. That's the only thing that's homemade. All that other shit from Food Line, nigga. Real velvet cake, lemon cake, coconut. Chocolate, carrot, and all that other <laughs> shit, nigga. Food line, nigga. Stop lying to these motherfucking customers, nigga, because I know, nigga. I know, nigga. He said... Um, Shout out to Food Line. He said, Sonya made that cake. That's my mom's name. church. 
It wasn't your mom. He, she don't go to church with him. True. She ain't, she don't live here anyway. Look. Um, the strawberry cake. Shout out to Sunset Soul Food, man. Funny video. Part two was funny as fuck. Um, Sunset Soul Food. Sunset Soul Food. Can they recover from this? Because uh, Hustle Man now works at Wendy's. <laughs> and I hope he don't work at the Wendy's on Sunset because. I heard he does. Shit. Somebody in the thing. What they say? Br- tell Brittany she's going to have to read off the live. Somebody in live, going live on them, going live on them. What? What'd she say? I'm coming in hot. Brittany, you don't have to whisper. <laughs> Please tell her, don't whisper. Ah, oh. uh, that's smart marketing. Shout out to Cuzzo Cuisines. I hope bruh's getting more than $40 because if so, probably. He's probably definitely Damn. getting more than $40. Where's part two? Well, I heard they food good. Y'all have eight dollar photo? Cuzzo Cuisine. No, I don't like their uh, logo. What the f- that got to do with their food. I don't like the logo. I'm not eating nowhere if I can't trust your logo. I'm about to punch you. I'm not going. You ever seen a logo? No. It's the fine off the uh, off the computer. Gavin, not, what you want them to do? Hire me to do that logo. I can do better. I made Love Brown Girl logo. And then, you know, the split. I saw. She moved. She left us. I was about to burp. Wow. Who that? Oh, he working for shout out to hustle man. He always hustling. Oh, funny enough, is I heard this like a known nigga in Charlotte. Like yeah, everybody know him. Well, once I saw somebody say like, "Yo, that's hustle man," and I kept seeing people post it. No one's funny than when um when I was in there that day. It was another black lady in there, and she was complaining because she had waited. She brought her two homegirls there, and they had been waiting two hours. And she was complaining. He said, "I'm from Tuck. We don't, you know how we give it up." And she was like, "I don't care. I'm from the West Side. This shit taking too long." He said, "Well, I'm from Tuck. What's Tuck?" Tuck and CJ, oh. which is the hood. And when he said that, I was like, yeah, but I got to go. But if you're not from Charlotte, when you think of the hood in Charlotte, what niggas talk about, they say Betty's Ford. Tuck is right beside Betty's Ford. But here's oh, okay. my thing. If you say, <laughs> if I don't care where I'm at. When a nigga say I'm from, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out that motherfucker. Oh, I forgot you was on live. Can we be cousin and stuff like that? Yeah, I think we can cousin. Make sure you buy a badge, please. Um, <laughs> I think I'm supposed to say that. Um. You are so trash. Are you going to the next topic? All right. So last week, you know. In we, other Charlotte news. <laughs> since we in the QC. Um, you know, last week, Gavin went in on the baby a little bit. Yeah. I'm about to go in again. And so, like, ever since then, you know. He, I started the trend. He, I don't know if we went in last week, but, like, he gave, like, a half-ass apology at first. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, shit started happening. And then he went into more detail about how he needed to be educated and he apologized. Like, which, me personally, I feel like that should have been his first apology. Absolutely. Like, he should have said that first. Absolutely. Because he is being dropped expeditiously. And I use expeditiously because T.I. has been backing him so When T.I., who's going through a rape... That is his word. A rape uh, trial in the court of public opinion because it has not gone there. And it's all alleged... When T.I. is going through all of that sexual assault, sexual... With victims coming out against him, he is not the guy you need standing up for you. So, uh, the baby being dropped from seven festivals... I think niggas, oh, just to give everybody a heads up. And still going, probably. No More Pie has dropped a baby as a special guest um, for our podcast. Just to give everybody a heads up. We do not stand with what he's saying. So please promote us as much as y'all promoting these other damn brands who dropping his ass. 
I mean, I believe now niggas is making up festivals to say they dropped this nigga. Yeah, I'm like, fresh. some of these festivals I have never fucking heard of before. Absolutely. Like, where did you come from? I thought it was just Rolling Loud. Um, that one I makes thought sense. Was, I thought it was Rolling Loud and whatever the one that they do out in the desert. In uh, Cali? Be- in Cali? Uh, I think it's there. I don't fucking know. The one Beyonce did, Homecoming at. What's that one called? Coachella? Yeah, them known two festivals I ever knew about. And Lala yeah, Palooza, Lopa Palooza. Yeah, that's, that's happening now, though. In, uh, in Drake Chicago, Fest, right? OVO Fest. I don't fucking know. Oh, them the only festivals I know. What do you know? I only know that. All them four in Dreamville Fest, which just started. But all these other ones. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know he was doing those. Backwood Festival, Real Niggas Unite Festival, <laughs> um, Top 40 Festival. I don't know none of these niggas. But no more pie. We have dropped the baby as a special guest. Please promote us. Now, now what now, you going to do with the baby? You going to be like, I want to come on the pod or we have an opportunity oh, he to is, have We have an extra seat. Brittany have to move. <laughs> he can sit beside you. No, nah, no, nah, I ain't going to. Because I'm going to have to check that nigga. But wait, let me tell you something. Here's before we before we even get to the baby. It's hot. I have an issue with these um <clears throat> these venues, these uh festivals giving us such a long explanation on why they have to drop him. That we already know. We know what the fuck he said. Um yeah, but you say and but here's my thing. I don't believe you when you when you have to say all this. I don't really believe you dropping it for that reason. I yeah. think you're dropping it, dropping him because you realize, like, damn, this might cost us a little bit more money. Mm, following the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, outside of that, the baby, I got a couple of words of advice. I had words of advice for you last week. I got some new one for you. Uh, fire your publicist ASAP. Um, get off of social media ASAP. Shut up ASAP. So it's funny because, like, apparently he's been reached been contacted from by like people with um some hiv organization mm-hmm. they want to sit down with him and educate him all this other stuff I don't know, what? what the fuck i just said what <laughs> what did you say <laughs> i don't know i was trying to say i was talking to Corey, but i was oh. talking too fast and he was like, bruh, the baby not dumb. He knew what the fuck he said. He knew what he was doing. He's a very educated guy. He is. Um, I, and I was thinking about it later after that conversation. I was like, he don't need to be educated on HIV. He needs to be educated on when and what to say when he is performing. He needs he needs his publicists or somebody in HR to help him with that. Like <laughs> <laughs> This nigga said HR, man. He needs somebody in HR this nigga said HR because he he he, he should not fired. be talk, he should not be talking right now. You seen the meme where they was like the baby just, just said ladies. <laughs> he should have. I fucking hate Kiana and her non talking ass. <laughs> Let me tell you about this nigga. And then somebody was like, if Chris Brown tell you what you need to be doing, you have. Really I said that up. last week. <laughs> I said, bro, Chris Brown is talking when Boosie, Ti, and I forgot who else come to your aid. Them is not the people you need in your aid. Like on your A. And then on the flip side of you got Chris Brown saying, yo, shut up and get off stage. That's what he and said. And it's, st- it's stupid because let me tell you what happened with the baby. You got up there and said what you said. Then afterwards, you apologized to the HIV comment because I think you knew off rip. It yeah, sounded it sounded whack. Yeah. Um, then you double down on everything else. Then people check you and then you double down on it again. I'm a real nigga. Y'all ain't never heard a real nigga talk like this. Instead of saying sorry. Um, when Elton John come out of somewhere and try to talk to you. It's serious, okay? When Questlove say, hey, you know, and I don't agree with the whole Questlove making up a fake festival and crossing out the baby, but his message was still right. When Questlove makes a comment and says, hey, 
this isn't cool and you go, I don't even know you, and you was just on, you know, a show where Quest Love was a drum at. Yeah, absolutely. But it's one of them things where it's like people now are coming out and saying, Yo, you you're talking too much. Yeah. You need to shut up. And then your apology. Let me read y'all the first line of his apology. Let me know that the baby is on some bullshit. Hold on. Y'all follow this nigga so y'all can read it. Never mind, I read it. Sorry. I'm just assuming that his name is Instagram.com backslash the baby. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I thought he took that weak ass apology down. He did not. Nah, I still like that now. This nigga go, social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. No, nigga, you double down on your mistakes for two weeks straight, multiple separate times. Now, and I understand how people feel like this is a situation where, um, look, uh, you know, I, like I said, I don't agree with festivals saying, hey, he talked about this community and this is why we're dropping him. But the, their more compass doesn't go but so far, right? Cool. I get that. On the flip side of that, this is my issue. The baby signed up for this. You are on one of three major record labels in this country. You are a pop star. You're no longer a rap star. You are a pop star. You're on every song. You bring in millions, if not billions of dollars for companies. You make them so you make them hundreds of millions of dollars. And you play a game where you have to be politically correct unless it's in your avenue. You know what game you playing. You could have not doubled down and shut up and ended up been apologizing since then, but you didn't. And then the other thing is like this. I'm not, and you know, for the people that's out there that's doing this whole thing of, hey, what about him when he says things? What about the rappers who talk about killing each other, um, abusing women, uh, drugging, all this other stuff? Let me tell you something. When our community decides to wake up and say, hey, we won't accept this, y'all supporting this, then shit will change. I'm not mad at the LGBTQ plus community for saying, hey, this shit don't fly with us. We don't let this shit rock. Look at Brittany about to, she got her headphones on and everything. Um, I ain't mad at them for saying we don't let this shit rock. Yeah. Because that's, they've, they've been consistent with that for the better half of a decade. It's like, nah, y'all say something insensitive. We demand change or we're going to stop supporting. We're going to make us think about it. We're going to make y'all change the way y'all look at shit. Now, when black people decide, hey, nah, we ain't finna go for that shit too, we're going to get the same results. Just tap in. Any closing arguments, Key? No, I ain't saying nothing else. The LGBT community going, man, got time. They doing what they supposed to be doing. I get it, but. They doing what they supposed to be doing. I get it, but. But what? We say that, but like I told Key last week, I'm like, and I said this last week, and I ain't, try, I'm not trying to be rude or nothing. I get I just, you. That it's, it's just they really sensitive. Bro. They, Every, they know sensitive than what black men feel about no, what black bro, women be sensitive. I don't. Same as that. I don't think it's the same. I yeah, feel because like, you're not a part of that community, though. You don't have to be a part of it to understand it. Just like white people can understand fucking racism too. Yeah, but they, they can't understand of, the struggles of a black woman. They. <laughs> What, they say touche. You Just said they it. what? I got you. I, I don't know what you, you said. They can't understru- understand the struggles of a black woman. They can't understand it, but they can still like sympathize, sympathize or what? Like they can still like not understand it, like as actually experience it. But they can be like, okay, I I get it because I don't I don't know like. I haven't went through it myself, but like I can understand. They can still understand it. They, you don't have to go through it to understand it. That's called wisdom. Like you mm-hmm. learn it. So, mm-hmm. only thing I'm saying is, it doesn't matter what happens if they. I feel like they get offended very, very, very like 
off of everything. Like you can't joke about it. You can't say anything about it. Like you can't like, I just feel like it's being blasted. Like, like even like in freaking media and society, like they are pushing the narrative of inclusion, inclusion, Jesus. See this, why, this why I don't need no champagne. <laughs> Of including everything regarding LGBTQ, right? Mm-hmm. Plus. Mm-hmm. And it's like they they trying to put it in kids, they trying to put it in the curriculum. Like it's if if you're not with this, then you're that's it. Like, so no, I, I personally I don't because I'm not part of that community, but I on the outside looking in, it's like no no matter what anybody says, mm-hmm. like it's always offensive. Yeah, I mean, well, I believe every community that you don't get to tell the community, hey, you offended me. That you shouldn't be offended off of something. But my Because with them, they look at it just like us who say, Hey, it's been hundreds of years of us feeling that way. They get to say the same thing. Yeah, but nothing is being changed in for our struggle. That's but something totally different. And that's why I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I understand that. But what I'm trying to say is while nothing that's because our community ain't forcing that change they got up there and said no you don't we think for- we're fighting them trying to force you things to I'm change sa- i don't think we forcing things to change i really don't i feel like sometimes we look we got a man um in the office right now who's only there because of a black woman and we have not we we was fighting more against donald trump than we were for um i was about to say joe button this nigga Joe Biden, and we ain't did shit for this nigga. We, we haven't said nothing to him since he's been in office. He's been skating through office since he got there, but he's only there because of Stacey Abrams, right? We all understand that. We all understand for Kamala to be elected the next go round because Joe ain't gonna make it. I'm sorry to say, um, no offense, Joe. Um, but the thing is, is like we aren't saying, yo, this is what we're demanding. We ain't really. So for me, do I feel like we fight and do I feel like we care? But are we demanding change? They really got up there and said, yo, we demand. And we can't be mad at their community for saying we're going to shut shit down until y'all fix shit versus us who are like, oh, cool. We cool with y'all giving us some money back during during the pandemic. Well, and so now the corporations, I'm like, bro, I don't, the corporations I don't know, responding to I see to them. black people like trying to. I see us demanding a lot of shit when it comes yeah. to politics. When it comes to when the last time you seen us not get something, we shut shit down. What you George mean? Floyd? Just huh? George Floyd. That was the last time. That's the only time I can think of. It's like yo, it, it took NBA players saying we not playing. It took NFL players saying we not playing. It took people where it's like, all right, we're going to affect your billions of dollars where we're not going to shop with y'all. We're not going to spend no money. And then you look at these other communities, they like, yo, no, we changing shit. But the thing is, we can talk about it here, but somebody like the circle it back to the baby, he can't do certain shit because he works for one of those billion dollar communities. They don't care about the baby getting dropped. It might affect them now, but in 10 years, they're going to have another the baby. They're going to have another black rapper who's willing to say, oh, well, I'm not going to say nothing about them. I'm not going to affect y'all bottom line this much. The baby not the baby didn't lost six seven million dollars in the last week. He not worried about that. I you know say he ain't hurt no. He not. But let me tell you what hurts that you lost seven million dollars probably this week, and that you probably are going to lose in the next uh you know Couple what weeks. you lost in the last seven days, what you might lose in the next seven months is going to really hurt. And that shit that's when the shit because it ain't really you. Who might you might say, all right, cool, I can move back to Charlotte. I can go stay on this side of town. Cool, I'm good, right? And I don't think he's. Uh, we don't cancel. You no think he? Body. You think he gonna keep losing? You think he bounce back? He, he's done for the rest of this year. He's done. Mm, that make that makes sense. Yeah, you done for the rest of this year. 
But and it's cool. Kirsch like, bought a badge. Tell her thank you. I don't know what that badge do, girl, but we'll take it. <laughs> How much money do we get? I don't know. Oh, I guess y'all can't see on the side. I will see on the back side. Shout um, out to Kershler. But who else? Read them out, Key. Because <laughs> Brittany ain't, no. ain't read nothing. Brittany ain't read shit. Um, oh, you talking about the baby? No, no. He, he bought a badge. Where do you see that at? Niggas oh, buying badges. that little three badges. Mean? <laughs> um, All right. Uh-huh. Let's move. Let's go to this. Did you work? Watch. Did you work? I ain't work. Did you watch the locks versus uh, Dipset? But I turned it on my TV. <laughs> Here we go. And they came out real aggressive. That's like New York. I'm like that shit was too New York for me. They was too. First of all, they too loud. They wouldn't let nobody talk. Too late. That was definite. They were <laughs> two hours late. They was two hours late. That was two hours late. It was past our bedtime. We are 30 and up. Niggas need to go to sleep. We got to work tomorrow. Yeah, did I have to work? I still be up late. But that's besides the point. The yeah. point is I was motherfucking tired. It was a tired. choice. It's a choice. <laughs> I was motherfucking tired that day. Oh, the camera Tuesday. this way. What the fuck am I turned to? Because <laughs> it was Tuesday. I did a double workout. I was tired. I was ready to go to sleep. So they started two hours late. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all. Came out real aggressive. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then I didn't even know the first two songs. I said, I'm over here. Yeah, um, y'all was y'all was too late. Um, having seven niggas on stage with uh seven mics is never the move ever. Um, I was kind of upset it wasn't enough Tims on stage. When I think of like how New York this shit was supposed to be, I wanted Tims. I wanted throwback jerseys. Um, let me tell y'all something. I really Jada kiss had on Tims, didn't he? He's the only one, and I felt like everybody should have. Um, I still really feel like Cam and Jim Jones really don't really like rock with each other. Um. Jada Kiss is just a showman. They should have let it should have been the locks versus dipset. The only person people on stage should have been Cam and Jada Kiss. Because they them two are freaking funny. They're hella funny. So Jada Kiss was rapping his bars and pointing at these niggas. And one line really said was. something about cowards or some shit. And I was like, oh that shit. And these niggas was like, oh, my mixtapes. I wanted to be like, I ain't listening to that shit. He kept going in. So they don't even know the words. Like, they really no, didn't. Niggas is that was not fair because they did not know the words. And I didn't like the whole double thing of like Double um songs. I'm over here doing this. When they kept, they start yeah, off. What, with, what is this? What they kept. Doing? They was playing two songs around. I'm like, yo, if y'all don't stop this shit, and then yeah. all them niggas on stage, um, it was cool. I didn't even know the locks was a group. Yeah. And then they was naming the individuals in the group. I'm like, oh, I know them individually. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was a the group. Block. Yeah. And um, newsflash to everybody I went to high school with in the South. This only applies to North Carolina CMS if we be in particular. Um. D- uh, how about I say DM- DMX RP to DMX oh, um, Dipset really showed that they wasn't all what y'all hyped them up to be in high school just give y'all a heads up because a lot of y'all was from Hidden Valley from Trinity Park and y'all used to run around saying you know Dipset this Dipset that acting like y'all was from Harlem and y'all really wasn't and you really thought y'all was about it and they really showed us that night that yo they were just some cool ass niggas back then you know what I'm saying? And all of them still seem, like, Jewel still still seems super cool. Korean started telling me how much she used to be in love with Jewel. I yeah, I thought he was had a little crush on He was so cute. She kept going. I said, do you want to go upstairs? It's you and the baby bed, bed huh? Wow. Take your ass upstairs. <laughs> um, What's next? Oh, this is funny. So. This is funny. You know, people been, you know, COVID is just. Running has, wild. Has just fucked up everything, right? Ever since 2020, right? Last year, people couldn't travel, that you know, fair. couldn't do no flights. Why your camera look gray? Mm. Anyway, um, 
So, like, this year, things starting to open up, right? And so, like, flights is there. Like, they even got, like, afterpay. Like, they got so many options for people to freaking travel right now. Apparently, the airlines is canceling and delaying flights left and right. And they doing it less than 24 hours in advance. That shit has been funny. (laughs) Sad, and I hope it never happens to me because I will be pissed. It just happened to Zig. Like Damn, he, where he, he at? Said, he said he just posted today where his flight was canceled. He was supposed to fly out tomorrow. His flight canceled today. Where he, um, he flying with Spirit? Who was he flying? I don't remember. Because I know Spirit with. is out here just. Anime. Damn, my people. All of them, basically. So what is it? Is it because they short staff? Sorry, I wasn't listening. I think, um. <laughs> <laughs> you're bad. Um. Yeah. Ah, damn. They and the passengers have gone wild too. For real, what they been doing? Like this one man was groping the uh, flight attendants, and then he cussed them out, talking about how his his family is worth two million. Da, da, da. That's it. Um, I seen two. <laughs> <laughs> I seen two guys fighting. Um, another they was groping guy. each other too. No, they was literally physically physically. I need to put this down. Physically. Um, fighting each other on the plane. Well, that's, well they I, was ganging up on another guy. Two guys. I don't know why people want to do shit on a plane. It's automatically a federal offense. It's the stupidest place to get into something. I remember um, I was listening to 50 Cent one day talk about how he was on a plane and Ja Rule was on a plane. Oh, God. And the joke was... There's an economy. And he said, they asked him, they asked 50 Cent, said, did you mess with him? And they were saying, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. And so they asked 50 Cent, did he mess with Ja Rule on the plane? And he's like, nah, that's automatically, it's a federal thing. You go to jail. Like, you get fed time. Like, that ain't no joke, joke. Um, That's interesting. So, Um, like, people, you know, I hope um, if you got a flight plan, I hope it doesn't get canceled. I hope you can still, you know, travel. Your birthday, you ain't fine, is you? Yeah, we flying. Yikes. Your cousin flight got canceled to Jamaica. Yeah, I seen that. Damn, it who got cousin? delayed. It got delayed. So my cousin went to Which one? Um, the one I know? Kershaw. Yeah, she went to Jamaica. Damn, your ass ain't even go nowhere anyway. No, you no, talking no, all that no, shit no. Early. Listen, they went to Jamaica. Oh, she was cussing me out <laughs> early today, so that was a for her. They went to Jamaica, <laughs> but everybody on that trip I heard say, and I think it was American. If you flew American, Damn. that when you was coming back to the US um, the US, like all their flights got delayed. Damn. Like, I seen um, Rwanti. I don't know if she want me to say her name, but I seen her talk about how. The nurse? Mm-hmm. Okay. I seen her talk about, because she went on that trip, too. And mm-hmm. she was like. Um, Damn, how you know her? She went to UNCG. Okay. Um, so, um, she was like, her flight got canceled or delayed, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And then they got another flight to Texas. Uh-huh. They wanted to fly them somewhere else, like some random um, state or whatever and I'm just like this too much I think they didn't get home to like 24 hours later hell nah nothing worse than when you really want to get home from a vacation Facts. and you can't go like I'm ready to what state got the finest men that you know finest men yeah this is so random I don't know but I heard Texas got them specifically Houston I need to go to Houston I heard the white girls down there got fat asses whole nother subject shout out to all our white listeners shout out to Mindy that's the homie I told her I was going to shout wow, out. Wow, which state you think got the best looking men? I don't know. 
My gunshot. <laughs> Why you ask me that? I don't know. I just wonder. So what? What state you think got the best looking women? Um, <laughs> L.A. For sure. Really? Yeah. They just different out there. L.A., you always got to do the bigger states. The reason why is because if they stick out there, they'll stick out in, like, Columbia, South Carolina. Everybody stick out in Columbia, South Carolina. Facts. See, that's Hell, we stick out in Columbia, South Carolina. Are you sure? Absolutely. I'm playing. Shout out to Columbia. I had fun with y'all a couple weeks ago. Can't tell you what I was doing because, you know, I was on the low. I thought he was about to say your birthday. What? Man, that was so long ago. Um, we still have fun. We're going to talk about 42 Doug, tongue kissing his son, Nick. So, like... I know y'all seen it. Or I, I saw it right it. before the podcast. Kind of weird. So he was recording a video of him and his son, and like he was showing affection to his son, and like he did this weird tongue thing on his neck. That's and the role you're supposed to do when you eat box. Sorry. And a lot of people was just like, "That's too much." It was. Da-da-da. It's the role you do when you eat box. So I'm, I'm trying. The question. That's what I just said. The question I have is: Do you think that? No, I won't be doing that with my son. That's not what the. F- oh, that's not what I was about to ask you. He did the coochie roll, like when you go like this on a. That's what he did to his son. Neck. It was kind of. Do you weird. think we oversexualize things when it comes to kids? Um. No. So when I saw it, okay. Do I don't know. Fucking hell. Uh, let me tell you this. When I saw it, even though I may, am making coochie roll jokes, that's not what I was thinking when I first saw it. When I first saw it, I'm like, why your tongue looks so weird. And then, and I never even associated with the kid until we started making jokes later. But I just felt like it just looked weird. I mean, some things we do overly sexualize. Yeah. Like nipples. Yeah. That's all I got. I mean, it makes sense. They're always <laughs> blocked in any. Oh. No, they're always like censored in anything. Not on Instagram, they're not. And on Reddit. Oh, my gosh. Um, they out on Reddit. Oh, I got a Reddit story to share. Damn, my Instagram over there. That's phone. what you get. You don't need I find to share. it now. Um, Rihanna hand claps to this sister. Is she a, she a sister, right? She one of us. Did you ask if she was a sister? You know what you thought she was? Uh, I don't know. West Indies. She's from Barbados. Man, that shit ain't in Charlotte. <laughs> Shout out to Rihanna. I'm about to punch him. Um, you are officially. She's officially a freaking billionaire, billionaire. and I am so excited, so happy. Um. I was laughing because somebody made the post. They was like, she is the real self-made uh, billionaire. I'm like, damn, black women find any time to go at a Kardashian, which I found funny. She ain't even a Kardashian. I know, but that was a shot at the Kardashian. I'm just saying. Oh, you talking about, oh, I saw what you did there. That was a good shot, nigga. That was a good shot. And I'm just making joke, black women. Y'all know. Y'all know how I feel about y'all. That's why I don't like us. Unless your name is Shannon. <laughs> um, Rihanna. I hope she, y'all know, y'all ain't getting no more music from her. We only been saying that for the last 60 episodes. I don't know why people keep waiting, keep asking her, keep bothering her. She not doing no more. Bruh. She might be on a feature. Yeah, she was on that feature with... um Party Next Door. Yeah. But she... Yeah. she an album? And it's like, not happening. Here's the thing. Leave well, her alone. If Rihanna give y'all an album, just know getting her to tour is not happening. Oh, that's different. That, that's what it's about. The album might already be done. I ain't gonna lie to you, but it's like, do I want to do the press runs? Do I really want to go on tour? And what would it take for Rihanna to go on tour? And we're not talking. If I if I'm safe to assume that the baby is getting a million when he does festivals, I'm assuming that Rihanna, who's going to demand arenas, not arena, excuse me, stadiums. Um, I'm imagining that Rihanna is looking at, she's looking at a ticket plus. She's looking at two million a sh- a place. 
Because there ain't but so many football stadiums out here. So if I'm looking at that, where it's 50, 40,000, 50,000 people that can be in that, that place for me, um, I'm sorry. You're not getting me there without a few million dollars on the table. Absolutely. And you have to guarantee that, like, Live Nation, y'all going to have to write her a check. And that check is going to have to be, like, two or three hundred million dollars for her to tour. Bruh. And the thing is, because for her, if I can make more money sitting at home with ASAP Rocky rubbing my ass. Yeah. I'm not going out there because, you know, that now that nigga, yo, ASAP, if you don't get her pregnant ASAP, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. I see what you did there. I did not mean to do that. ASAP Rocky, if you do not plant a seed, brother, and I'm not, I, I don't know, you need to convince her not to take birth control, take the EUICD, uh, whatever that little shit called. What's the ECICD? What's the shit called that Romeo was doing for school? ICDC. If you don't get her to take that shit out, ASAP, man, um. See, NPR, I'm going to whoop y'all ass. Y'all posted this badass picture of Rihanna they as her always, billionaire. Look at that shit. They always do some This shit is her picture. <laughs> this is some bullshit. Just to give everybody a heads up, this is the picture they chose for Rihanna. They can't see this shit. They can't see nothing. NPR, y'all, y'all, we got to fight. This shit is horrible. Yeah, if, if Rihanna drops music, it's going to be her very last. Absolutely. Why would I ever fucking want to do that? And album. shout out to Jay-Z because Rihanna and Kanye just so happened to become billionaires a year apart. Um, which is a year after you. And I think that's dope because um, out of all of Jay-Z's biggest muse, musical accomplishment, those two are the highest. And they stuck with him. And I think that's super dope. And I'm super excited for that. Um, Dr. Dre's daughter. Oh, we once said they dropped. First of all, don't ever fucking FaceTime me, people. Did it stop the live? No. Oh, please never FaceTime me. Um, simply because I don't even know who number that was. But go uh, ahead. She said her <laughs> their flight dropped them off in Atlanta. Oh, that's good. You can go to Hot Atlanta. Just don't go to Lenox Mall and don't go to. Uh, What'd you say? I told you that. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, what's up with Dr. Dre daughter? So apparently, Dr. Dre has a 38 year old daughter. Not apparently, he has a 38 year old daughter. Okay, so she's grown. So I don't feel right. bad for what I'm about to say. So apparently she has they've had an estranged relationship mm-hmm. for like 18 years and she's homeless, apparently living in her car with her kids mm. and people are feeling some type of way because um, he's not supporting her financially. How you feel? Um, is there any substance substance abuse in there or we don't know? I have no idea. Um, we don't know if there's any type of drug mental issues going on uh i don't know if he's previously supported her financially like i i don't i didn't read any of that they just said that she's homeless living in her car and he's not helping her you know i think that's and it sucks to say because i don't want to seem like i'm just taking a man's side um (laughs) but here we go um sometimes with family business you don't know everything we don't you know what i'm saying uh i know on surface i heard rumors about um I'm acting like I got ties to these niggas. Um, I heard things about uh, she spoke out about him during the divorce that he didn't like. And some of the media was trying to make it seem like that's why he doesn't want her around, Mm. whatnot. Um, I don't think you can be that petty, especially if your grandkids are sleeping in a car with somebody. Um, But it seems like if your dad's a billionaire and you're sleeping in a car somewhere with your kids, it doesn't seem like an argument is the issue. It might be something bigger. And we also don't know how these kids. Let me tell you something. When I heard Kurt Franklin talk that way to his kid, um, it was disturbing, but it was more disturbing about 
his son to me. And it wasn't because, I don't know, Kurt Franklin grew, uh, he raised me pretty much till I was like 10. It wasn't that. But it really was, it was like, as a man, you thought it would be cool to like out your dad like this way. And so that showed me a lot about why his dad was like, I'm good on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with her, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it is a sad situation. And then I do feel like, yo, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Dr. Ray, you about to be paying your wife. A lot three, of money. Three, over $3 million a year, which is a drop in a bucket for a billionaire. Let's keep it a buck, right? It's a tax write-off, okay? A little penny. Yeah. So you're doing that. I take it, though. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're getting a tax write-off of $3.5 million, and then you're going to turn around and do a little situation. Brittany, I don't know both cameras aren't the same number. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> so you're doing that. Um, I don't see how you don't give your daughter 100 k a month. Or a year and say, yo, here you go. And maybe he is doing that and she just throwing that shit down Wait, the drain. We don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know the background. But my background, I'll be wondering, like. Damn, she got four kids in a car. Bruh, I'm like, what? there's no way he's not helping his daughter, right? Yeah, I don't think so. There's no way he is not helping her. You saw he used to be Alicia We've seen that. But also, <laughs> but also, we don't know if. Okay, so her kids are not in the car, according to her. They staying with friends. Now, why somebody would take your kids and not you is weird to me, by the way. But go no, ahead. No, I can see that happening. Okay, so she got a job. Damn, she working at a warehouse. I'd be pissed if I'm so working at a I'm warehouse. Trying to, I just, I don't understand what it is. Uh, is it drug related? Like, or is he just really being an ass? Mm-hmm. Um, she hasn't seen. Maybe he just being an ass. She ain't seen him in almost 20 years. I just told you that. I don't be listening to you. Wow. Wow. The disrespect. She got an SVU. That's fucked up. Mm. I don't know. Oh, he's been paying her up to January of 2020. He's been giving her money, but he stopped paying her in January of 2020. When the divorce happened, probably started. Interesting. Um, I'm I'm definitely going to be watching that because I want to see what comes out about that. And the sad part is now he have to pay his wife. His wife. Well, Maybe, but this ain't their kid. These niggas are true, but these millionaires are stingy and billion. Yeah, that's how they get there. Yeah, we had that conversation. Like if they seen a dollar on the floor and you was there, they knocking your ass over. <laughs> um, uh, we're not doing exposure stuff. Uh, Barack Obama celebrated a birthday. Woo! Happy birthday! Barack Obama is a fellow Leo. If y'all didn't know, my birthday coming up is next week. It's exactly a week away. We still now, now will be recording a podcast, just FYI. I'm going on a trip with my girls, and we're going to have a good time. I wasn't invited. You're not a girl, so, you know. Fair so, enough. shout out to Barack Obama, fellow Leo. Happy birthday. Um, Twitter fleets. So, did you ever use them? No. You be on Twitter. Twitter. Twitter every day. <laughs> um, no, I didn't use it. And it was similar to what? Stories. Stories, yeah. Um, I never used that shit. It was just not my thing. Yeah, that's why I was gone. But apparently the day before it was about to leave, they was going wild on that thing. For what they doing? I don't know. You on Twitter? I thought you oh, would know these I things. I should have checked that shit out. Um, <sighs> You're a trash, bro. Anyway. And then the shy. These are last minute highlights, just in case y'all didn't know. That's why we speeding through them. Um, the shy renewed for this fifth season. I've never seen it anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's bad. I never ain't watched Lisa, it. Lena Waif over yeah, there. Yeah, she's the owner. She's the producer, over that. writer over that. She's and Tabitha Brown was in this last season. I should have watched it. Um, I was a little early. There we go. There we go. 
This song is different now. Let me tell you something. For those who not know, Louis the Thirteenth is super expensive. It's like four hundred dollars a shot. Um, that's so disrespectful. Don't tell me you got my wife in the backseat of your car. I call the shot, shot, shot. Like blah, blah, blah. 